Sonic Collective. My name is Alan, and for the month of June 2021, it's my turn to pick the album we're reviewing. I've always loved when unlikely musical genres come together. Even if the sum isn't necessarily always greater than its parts, the outcome is often quite interesting. It could be the fusion of hip-hop and rock, it could be you know, metal and orchestras, or it could be punk and reggae, as in the case with a band like Sublime. Sublime formed back in 1988 in Long Beach, California. The original members of the band only listened to punk rock, and it wasn't until singer Bradley Noel joined and introduced the other guys to reggae and ska music that the band developed their signature sound. While their eclectic fusion of genres initially didn't help them book a lot of shows, the band did demonstrate a lot of tenacity. They started their own record label called Skunk Records, and they often sought out local ska bands to play with. Eventually, just through touring, Sublime built up a pretty strong following in California, just on the back of their live shows. So in 1992, they proceeded to record an album through their own label. This provided a mini boost in popularity, but it wasn't actually until their third record was released, this time on a major label, that the band would achieve mainstream success. This month, we're listening to that album. Sublime, the band's self-titled third and final album, was released by MCA Records in the summer of 1996. It eventually went five times platinum. Sublime spent an impressive 122 weeks on the charts, they cracked Billboard's top 20, hitting a peak position of 13, and spawned no less than four singles from the album, which uh, all received a lot of major radio airplay, including songs like What I Got and Santeria. Unfortunately, despite all the commercial success, the band had actually broken up by the time the album was released. This was due to the untimely passing of lead singer Bradley Noel. Throughout the album's production, Bradley had been struggling with a nasty heroin addiction, one that ultimately cost him his life. And just weeks before the album would launch Sublime into the mainstream, the band called it quits, and one of Sublime's managers was quoted as saying that the surviving members of Sublime had no interest in continuing to perform and record under the Sublime name. Just like Nirvana, Sublime died when Brad died. Over two decades have come and gone since Noel's death, and the dissolution of the band, and yet Sublime's impact can still be felt today. Spin Magazine includes Sublime on its list of the best albums of the decade, opining that it redeemed modern radio rock in the post-grunge era. It deems Sublime a tragic contradiction, a confident, clear-headed work by an artist coming into his own, and at the same time, losing control. As we dive into June, I invite you to soak up the sounds of mid-1990s California with us. And be sure to come back at the beginning of July to hear our review of Sublime's self-titled album.